$6,000 to $40,000 in my small account trading options in a couple of months, just three years ago. And the truth is the knowledge and the skills I picked up since then would allow me to crush the trader I was just a couple years ago. And what that means for you is you're getting hands down the best small account options trading fully in-depth strategy video you can find on YouTube Period. I'm packing everything I got inside this video. And all I ask is you subscribe and like because I'm just out here trying to help as many traders as possible. If you guys want to trade with me seven days for free, hit that link below. Would love to have you on my two live streams per day. Let's get into it though. First off, the first thing you should know is the mindset behind every great trader. The first thing you have to think about is your small account. It's still an account. Most people hop on Wall Street bets, Twitter and Instagram, and they see people making 50, 100, a million dollars in one year, and they feel bad about themselves. But hey, just getting into this, you're going to use money and it's probably going to be gone. So you might as well learn on a budget. The money you put in your first initial accounts can be blown up instantly because you need to develop, develop yourself as a trader first off. So I wanna make sure I start off this video with the most important lesson is the mindset. You will not succeed if you don't understand these three secrets to success. Please, please watch this part because nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what I tell you about options, the platform overview, or entering and exiting. Nothing matters if you don't have the correct mindset before you start trading. And number one is, again, don't dwell on the numbers. If you're going to start out with $500 and you have a goal of making $50 per week, I want to make 500 bucks per month, you might as well quit because it's not easy to succeed as a trader. And if you have a goal of making money, guess what? If you don't make money, you're going to feel like crap. And when you feel like crap, you're going to get angry, emotional, and do stupid stuff that allows you to blow up that small account fast. So you want to make sure you prioritize growth over account growth, mental growth. So first off, all we're trying to do as traders is understand the market and understand ourselves. Unfortunately, that's a lifetime journey. I'm still trying to figure out how I get around FOMOing things or feeling like I missed out when something runs up in the morning. I'm still trying to fix that. And I've been doing this for six to seven years. So that is something you are paying for is that ability to find out who you are when the market turns on. So that small account is your ticket to trying to control yourself long term. And the more you control yourself, the better you're going to be on those larger accounts you could trade in the future. Think about it. If you had $1 million, you start today trading, you have no clue what happens when options go to zero randomly overnight. You wake up the next morning, you lose $100,000, you get emotional, you try to make it all back real quick. We've all been there. I won't go on and on about mistakes you can make, but please, you don't know what's going to happen. And that, that means you don't know how you're going to act when something random happens. So you have to just understand everything possible in the market and understand how you can control yourself in as many scenarios as possible. So first off, don't risk money you don't need. I'm not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice, but I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I will. Please, guys, the money you put in, it's likely gone. 
in two, maybe even one week, maybe even one month. So please don't risk money that could jeopardize your family, jeopardize your student loans, jeopardize debt, your car payments. Who knows? The fact is getting a hundred bucks, getting 500 bucks is pretty easy. You can go on Fiverr, make a gig, make a hundred bucks, probably in 24 hours with a certain skill. Use that hundred bucks to figure out how the stock market works. Figure out how you can be controlled in all the scenarios possible. So again, you want to pay as little as possible to figure all that out. But let's get into the fun stuff. First off, free courses, free books. Again, I'm just here to help you out on your journey. We got bulletproof, recession proof, options basics, stock tournaments, guides, all on my website, marketmovesmat.com. Make sure you check it out. Link below. So first off, the platforms. We'll just go over the three basic ones, the ones I've used throughout my past seven years trading. Robinhood, Webull, Thinkorswim. And I've taken accounts from 3K to 45K. I've taken accounts from 40K to 200K on different platforms. And I can tell you my experience on them from those mass, massive account pumps. I've never taken account that high on Webull though. So please take that platform review with a grain of salt. So Robinhood gets one thumbs up out of five for execution time. So we're going to break up the platform reviews on a couple key metrics. The most important thing about trading is getting into the trade. And if the platform lags, if you have to type things in and it takes time to do that, you can miss out on easily 5 to 10%. So your account is at 500 bucks. You multiply that on 100 trades, you're missing 5%. That's $2,500 you're giving up by being on a slow platform. So make sure execution time is prime and you know how to get in and out in the snap of a finger because when the Fed starts speaking, you better start running. If you can't get out quick enough, you're losing everything sometimes. So here we can see Robinhood. I'll just show you. When you pull up any option contract, it does not auto-populate the share or the contracts and it doesn't auto-populate the strike price or the limit price. You have to put that in. You have to click review order. Then you have to click submit, type in a password. You have to call your mom up to make sure it's okay. If, order some pizza in the meantime. And then if the order, if you mistyped it, let's say you put two instead of three, you put 174 instead of 173, you have to cancel this order, which isn't a whole nother screen. So you have to scroll, find that screen, cancel, replace. That's another 10 to 15 to even 30 seconds if you're new. So please, Robinhood will rob you if you're trading on short time frames. This is only good for people in maybe stock or maybe people that are swing trading. But if you are anyone that trades more than two times a week, um, Robinhood is just going to add up into the amount you're losing every single week. Let's look at the competitors. Thinkorswim goes five for five with those thumbs up. This is because we auto-populate the quantity and we auto-populate the order. So we're just smacked in between the bid and the ask. It's auto-populated. Best part is we have market orders on Thinkorswim. A market order is basically you get in wherever the buyer or seller is. So market sell, you just wherever the buyer is. Market buy, wherever the seller is. And this allows you to get in and out instantly. You'll lose a lot of money sometimes doing this, but it could save you in certain scenarios. And if the stocks are liquid, the options are liquid, uh, market orders are very quick. 
there's nothing faster than a market order, but it's also very dangerous. The main point I want to drive home is the execution time. I have measured these. Robinhood is like four seconds to execute. Thinkorswim is like 1.2. Again, you trade 100 times. I traded 100 times today accidentally, just over trading being an idiot. You add that up, an extra three seconds, let's say 1% every time you're trading, it adds up. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for many, many years. So again, Thinkorswim is the fastest we got in terms of on-screen app execution. So that's what I use on my cell phone if I'm Need to get out real quick. My computer's down. Who knows? Lastly, Webull. I give it four out of five thumbs up because it does auto-populate. We do have market orders, which is good, but there's too many buttons, and it's very slow for me. Personally, I cannot get in and out quickly on Webull, and it's not as fast as Thinkorswim. So it's faster than Robinhood, but not that great in terms of top of the line, never miss a beat type thing. And again, this is this is the app. They do have a web desktop portal. I think that could be better. I haven't tried that, so I cannot say. So I'm just talking about the apps right now. Next up, we have Robinhood. This is the wrong one. This is going to be charts. So just pretend like that says charts. We have Robinhood here. You can see the chart. It is a line. I'm a professional trader, guys. I don't know where the support is. I don't know where the moving averages are, so I can't enter and exit at key areas. This is useless. You, this is garbage. You know, This is one thumbs up, and the thumbs up is just being generous just because it has some indication of the price. But this is just stupid at this point. Anyone trying to understand the price of the stock on Robinhood, we enter at specific places as traders, and if you can't put on those indicators to find them, you're just giving up money here and there by not seeing that exact place to enter and exit. Again, add it up. It's 5% just entry and exits, 5% execution time. It just adds up left and right. Think or swim. Look at this thing. I got a trend line. I got a Bollinger Band. I got pre-market. I got volume. I got moving averages. I got everything. I got candlesticks with wicks on the top and the bottom. I got the price up here. It is instant, instant, instant updating the price every single second. And it's perfect. I get the candlesticks just when I need them. So think or swim, hands down, best app, best platform on the computer for candlesticks for quick trading i love it so the the indicator portion of it is 10 out of 10 you cannot beat this anywhere tradingview.com is cool um i don't trade on it though i just look at it it's pretty i like to chart on it but thicker swim is where i go to make the bread next up weeble it's cool you can do the same things as thinkorswim but it's not high end thinkorswim has thousands of indicators that are made by the community that you can import even into the cell phone app. I made my own indicator. It's on the cell phone app for Thinkorswim, so I know when to buy and sell my stocks. That indicator goes out to all my traders inside our premium option trading group too for free. Try to stuff as much value as I can into that group for those guys and gals. So again, Weeble gets four out of five again for this. This is charting. And you can add stuff, but again, it's not my top place to go. So now lastly, the cost. 
This is probably what you care about. This is the only reason you're even thinking about going to Robinhood. The only reason we're discussing this is because it's free. Webull is free. That 50 cents is just scaring you. But again, like I told you, 5, 10% here and there, just nickel and diming you when you're not seeing it. It adds up. 5% of 500 bucks is 25 bucks per trade. That's way more than 50 cents per contract. So think or swim, it has a cost, but it should not scare you. If you want to do this on a fast time frame daily, please consider the goody goods down there. Next up, the budget. Let's talk about the fun stuff. If you're trading on a $500 count, question guys and gals, should you ever use 500 bucks in one single trade? Do, 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 do. No, don't ever, please. You know, the goal is again to learn and stay in this as long as possible. The worst thing you can do is stay in this as short as possible because you took one trade and it blew up your whole account. If you can take 100 trades, learn as much as you can, that's a win. And the only way you take 100 trades is you take very small trades. So I'm going to show you how just with a $500 account, you can find options left, right, straight, forward in front of you. So first off, we'll go through two scenarios, a high volatile stock and then low volatility stocks. You know Where does that price range go? So we're looking at an IV above 50. These are like the Palantirs, the Fubos, the Teslas, the things moving bananas every single day. We are looking 5% of our account. That's going to be like the stock price. You should not be trading over the stock price. And then here, this is the amount per trade. If you want to survive long term, the smaller amount of this you use, the better. Not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice. Again, 500 bucks. Do the math. We'll show you in a second. And then this is the the key part. Most people don't even talk about this. You have to maximize the trade as an options trader, which means you have to have multiple contracts, which means you cannot dump 5% of your portfolio in one contract. You would like to have a couple of them, and we'll show you how that's possible. Here's $25. So like I showed you, with a $500 count, with a high volatile stock, 50% high IV, if we use 5% of our account, we are normally trading stocks around $20 to $25. This means with a $500 count, with a volatile stock, you cannot trade things in the $50 or even $100 range. I'm sorry. Forget about Tesla. You can't do it, guys. Forget about it. There's other stocks out there. And in about five minutes, I'm going to show you how you can trade with Tesla. It's going to blow your freaking mind. So again, I'm not looking to use more than $75 if I had a $500 account. For the whole trade, we divide that by three because I want to buy three option contracts. One, two, three. That means $25 per contract. So that eliminates a lot of the contracts you're even looking at. And then $25 is the minimum. You can even go smaller, but I don't even know how you spend less than $25 trading options even when you buy a couple, you know, five bucks a contract with fees, um, that does add up. So that's the downside of a small account with scaling. Here's one option Palantir. Awesome stock, meme stock, Wall Street Bets favorite. It's in this and it's possible with a small account. Here's why the IV right here is 50%, and the stock 
or the strike price 19 here, which is out of the money slightly, is $34 with four days till expiration, which means we could buy theoretically two of them to stay within our budget. If we wanted to buy three, we would have to unfortunately go to a little bit further out of the money. The goal is not to go too far out of the money. If you go too far, you're risking massive theta. You can see right here, theta is five, five dollars a day, 0.05. And if we look at the percentage of the contract, it's over 10%. It's about 12% loss in one single day. So if we get over the point where the delta and the theta become equal, that's where I do not want to use that option contract. And that could be apparent here for the 19.5. I haven't checked it. But the rule of thumb is if you're over 10% loss per day in the 20% range, 15 to 20, I would not swing that contract because I'm just looking to make 30% personally. So I'm basically losing half of my profits overnight, um, ending up in the red in the morning, possibly. And I don't want to have anything that has an equal delta to theta. Even 50% is scary, 50% delta to theta. So be very careful on that ratio. It's a very important ratio to watch. So that's a volatile stock. Let's show you something very interesting with less theta. The thing that's going to kill you trading is theta because the longer you hold, the less profits you have, the more stopped out you can get, the more losses you can have too. So here's a stock under 20% IV, which puts us at 10% account value for the price of the stock. And if we keep those same things below 5 to 15%, 1 to 5% per trade per contract, we're still in the same range as previously over here. But that means we can now start looking in the $50 strike or stock price range. So with a $500 account, 10% low volatile stocks, we can afford something in the 50 and even lower volatility could put us in the 70 mark. So this still means 20 to $75 per trade, and we want to buy multiple contracts as always. And I'll tell you why in a second, which means 5 to $25 per contract. One example here is AT&T. This is actually $24, and I did point this out because this is the same price roughly as Palantir, but the IV is about half. So the IV for Palantir is 49. This was 22. So half the IV, similar price, but you could see we have Palantir being $34 for the contract. Over here, AT&T, 13 bucks at the money. 13 bucks compared to 34. That's a magnitude of three. So third divided by three is that much cheaper. And you can see the theta right here. This is the game changer for everybody starting out is low theta, nailing moves in dividend possible stocks because they have low theta and great, great leverage for the amount of money um, you have in your account. So the amount of percentage of money you can use with the amount of leverage you get. So you're getting a 35 delta there over here, you're getting uh, 48 delta with triple the cost. So, you know, you triple this, you're looking at almost, you know, one delta. And it's the same amount you'd be using for Palantir. So you're getting triple the leverage basically with AT&T and the time decay is a lot less. So we're losing two bucks per day instead of um, five. 
So if we, if we bought three of these, it'd, it'd be similar. But you can see that we can now afford a lot more contracts. We can afford possibly two if we stick to this range down here. If we go to this range, we might end up with five or six, which is actually very exciting. But this also leaves us in the range to go in the money, have less time decay, and have you know some of those contracts that are more expensive. The other thing I want to point out is the expiration date. I typically go as short as possible because when you have a small account, uh, I'm trying to maximize quick moves. If you want to go further out, it's going to be harder. You're going to have to use stocks that are much cheaper and you're not going to be able to buy as many contracts. So for my small accounts out there, you know, if you got $500, I don't like to go too far out. I like to go one to three weeks max and it's all dependent on the budget. So the, the expiration date is not a function of, hey, it's cheap, let's go for it. It's more a function of how far can you buy out where it still meets your budget. You know, I could probably buy another week out on AT&T here, and I'm probably good at the 25 strike for two contracts. I bet you even three weeks out, I could probably buy another two contracts and still be in that $75 max budget section here. So again, the expiration date is not a function of you know just going for it because it's cheap. It's a function of, hey, you know, how far can I buy out where it's still in my budget? Hopefully that makes sense. Now let's talk about, hey, how do we find these stocks? Because these stocks may not be ones I'm familiar with. You know, I don't own and I don't know any twenty dollar stocks that have low volatility. Well on tradingview.com, you can go on Thinkorswim, they have a scanner. You can scan for stocks literally anywhere. It's not that hard. But I just put the price between 5 and 20. I don't want any penny stocks. And you got the volatility on the week. I just put that under 5, below 5. Pretty simple scan. It actually yielded 100 and yeah, it looks like 1,000 matches. I scanned it again earlier. It went down to like 400. But you can see charge point. You know That's one I'm familiar with. That's when we can trade. It's around $20. And this is my volatile scanner. Um, I can drop the volatility you know, under two, under three, and that's going to give me the, possibly those dividend stocks. But these are still my volatile movers. So this is a whole list of stocks possible to trade. And on Thinkorswim, you can scan it down even further to know which ones are optionable. So optionable means you can buy options. You don't want to find a great setup on SRI and then figure out it doesn't have options because that's the, the biggest time to waste your money, the most easiest way to waste your time. Flip that around. So let's talk about the next big thing that's going to blow your mind. So we talked about earlier, you can only afford you know $13 contracts. You're looking at $24 stocks. It's not sexy, unfortunately. Everyone wants to go Tesla, 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 Tesla. Here's how you can do Tesla. So for those people out there, Debit spreads are the key to limiting your risk by selling an option and buying an option at the same time. It basically narrows down the time decay so it's minimal. The biggest thing that's going to wreck traders with options is time decay. You know, you got two bucks per day here, that's still a lot for that contract. And over here, debit spreads are going to basically eliminate that to zero. And if you make it into a credit spread, you can actually have the theta go towards you in your favor so you make like passive income from time decay. And we'll talk about that on the next slide. But first off, a debit spread is basically you have a strike price 
For Tesla here, um, I took the lower strike price closer to the stock price and I bought that. You could see a buy here. And then what I did is I went higher, uh, the, the strike price right above me. You can go even higher. You can mix it up. This isn't a spreads video fully in depth, but if I sold this one, that means I'm getting that money in my account. So here we have $2,683 I'm buying. It costs me that much money. But instead of me sending my broker $2,683, I sell the option at the exact same time. This means the net cost is what I pay for the trade. So instead of me getting into Tesla for $2,600, I'm getting into Tesla for $235. So this isn't possible for the $500 account, but for some other accounts out there, $5,000, um, this could be a strategy they use, Tesla. But I mean, even Apple, you can do Apple on a $500 account. I did the math on that. You can see over here, Robinhood, this is Robinhood's example. They do give you a great risk-reward graph, show you where the break-even price is, and show you how much you can make, how much you can lose, just so you can see visually what could happen in the trade. So the worst part about trading is you see over here, you know, if you bought this $13, boom, goes to zero, lose your whole investment. With spreads, they don't go straight to zero very quickly because uh, they have time decay sometimes on their side and you do have that limited loss line down here. So the thing with spreads is you're only losing your investment. You're not losing too much more than that unless there's some crazy expiration exercise assignment thing um, where one leg was called and then the other leg you had to uh, exercise yourself. That is where it gets sketchy. But you can see the max profit here is going to be the difference between the strike prices. So we have a $5 difference between the legs. We subtract that from the cost here. It's $265. So it costs you $235. This is a possible 100%er with very low risk. Tesla just has to finish at $1,100. So it has to finish over the short leg. That's how you make the full amount. So you can see here the long leg is 1095 The current price of Tesla is around 1902 1092 And so we only have to move about five or sorry eight points to make the full premium here or make the full amount. So that would mean we'd be doubling our investment. And so for early traders out there, this is so much better than just buying options because you can be wrong, limit your losses honestly, and still sometimes end up with a profit in some scenarios. You can see the line here. It does not go to zero at some points. There's there's a section here where you're losing only partial amounts or you're only gaining partial amounts to your full profit. You don't hit your full profit um, instantly. There's this leeway area. I think it's like around 195 to 1,100. The area between the strike prices, if you're anywhere in between there, you may not lose your full capital and you may not gain your full profit. And that's the best part about spreads too. And you can kind of gauge that with different legs. But you can see here the max loss is, you know, literally your whole investment. So, you know, it is similar to options, but 
it does limit the risk and it does have time decay out of the equation which is so much more helpful to a new trader and it does help you trade other things out there which is great because $20 stocks is not easy for many people to find. So next up, credit spreads real quick. I know I went over that last one. It took me a long time. But credit spreads are basically you flip it. So you sell, let's say it's a call credit spread. You sell the lower leg. You buy the higher leg. This is a bearish position. The other one was a bullish position as indicated by the price you know, going to the right of the graph being green. Now price going to the left of the grass, graph being green. And you can see the credit right here. So this is going into your account theoretically, $235. The way you get that is that the price of Tesla has to stay underneath the short expiration or the short strike price here, $1,095. So if we stay underneath that at the time of expiration, boom, full profit. Best part is Tesla right now is at $1,092. So if we don't move till expiration, you're making $235 eyes closed. And that's the best part about a credit spread is it's more passive income compared to trading. Uh, most people getting on the markets, they think they have to trade every day. They have to just be at the open, at the close. But the market sometimes best utilized while you're sleeping. And this is one way to do it. If you lost in this trade, it's the same thing as the debit spread. Um, it's kind of flipping these numbers. So it's the difference between the strike prices minus the credit. You can see here it's 265. So again, you're not doubling your money in this scenario. You're really just collecting half of it. <laughs> so uh, you have theoretically $0 collected when the trade starts and then you want to collect the full premium by the end. So this isn't like a trade where you can make 50, 100, 30%. Uh, this is kind of, you're going short, and you just want to collect as much as possible. But it didn't cost you anything, so you really can't make a percentage gain on that. And the break-even point is calculated here. So real simple graph, real simple illustration. And the difference, main difference is debit spreads. They allow for price movement. They allow for 20, 30 100% possible runs, even more in some scenarios. And then we, here we have credit spreads where they allow for passive income. Time decay is in your favor, so you're making money per day. And this allows you to possibly make money when things go sideways or directionally. So dropping or popping, depending on which leg you have. And I do want to point this out. That's a good point. The Amount you can make in a credit spread, it's dependent on the volatility. This is breadalerts.com. This is a site you can use to find options to sell. You can track large order flow to see where institutions are buying the big expirations, the big strike prices, their large orders. But the option selling tab, this is going to show you the options paying the most. You know, BKKT, you got a lot of stocks. AMC, these are also going to have the highest credit spreads you can sell, so those are passive income possibly, as well as possible debit spreads for good risk reward in some scenarios. So these options with high volatility, um, they're great, great, great for spreads. And this is at breadalerts.com. Uh, make sure you check it out if you're interested. And everyone gets that inside our trading group. 
So let's move on to the trading part of the video. So we're past options, picking them, trying to figure out mindset, platforms. This is the good stuff. So we're talking about scaling out number one. We talked about buying three contracts previously. And the reason for that is we want to make sure we are leaving a runner on to maximize it the whole time, as well as taking profit as we go. Because what I see in the stock market is we can hit 30 We can hit 50% in a trade. That's what we're trying to do with our traders. And sometimes 100 is our last level, but sometimes we run 1,000%. And I see a lot of people getting upset that they missed it. And as a new trader, what you can do is buy a couple contracts, and that way you pick a couple of your most important levels. Maybe you scale at 30, maybe 50, maybe 100. And then once you hit 100, you have a free contract because 100% win in a trade means you sell one, your initial capital is out, you hold one, that is a free ride. It could do whatever, go up another 100%, go to zero. It doesn't matter. It's free. You could do whatever you want with it. This is SPY. We were scalping this, looking to scalp it with our traders on Monday this week. And we could see SPY ran 30% right away in the morning, 50%, then 100. And if you were just in one contract, Imagine if you sold down here at 15%. Imagine if you sold at 50%. You'd be FOMOing. You'd be angry the whole day. And like we talked about earlier in this video, the goal is to limit the emotions and control yourself. So one way to limit emotions about missing things is to hold a couple contracts as it runs and scale out slowly. And that's something I've learned from my experience. I don't want to miss a run that could last four or five days, I want to make sure I always maximize my trades because once I find something, that's the hardest part is getting it to go. Once it goes, that's the easy part. And if I just walk away once it goes, I'm usually giving up so much easy momentum. So let's talk about now entry and exits. The goal of getting into something is finding a trend Because trends pay the most, they tend to just go forever sometimes like we showed you here. They can hit 250% same day, maybe even more if if they were were swung options. Tomorrow it gaps up, could run for 500%. The trends are amazing because of that. The only thing we're looking to do on a trend is enter at consolidation. All we want to do is find the moment where it's quietest and we have key candles show up, key triangle breaks key channels and that tells us another leg is coming so that is where we're entering on a trend at the quiet points for another move and we'll show you examples of that soon and then lastly the more confirmation you add to your entry point the higher likelihood chance you have of getting that next leg if you want to play with momentum you have to have about three pieces of confirmation it could be an indicator it could be a candle or it could be just volume who knows But the more you have, the better chance you have of succeeding. Let's show you this in a second. Text this number if you want our free Monday morning trading watch list on everything we're looking at every single Monday. So here we are, entry, exit. This is one indicator. I used to teach a lot on these videos. I put it down to one because this is game-changing for traders Everywhere in the world, if you just understand how to read a Ripster cloud, which is free on TradingView.com, you can see it's so easy to know where the trend is. If the cloud is green, 
and the blue cloud is there, that's a true bull trend. And all we're looking to do when we have a trend is ask ourselves, are we making a new high? If we're making a new high on the day, we're bullish. You can see here, we made a new high there. I know this thing was bullish on that run. Are we making a new high from yesterday? I checked yesterday. Yes, we are making a new high. Are we making a new high from last week? And so on and so on and so on. The more new highs we've made compared to the past, the less resistance we have, which means nothing is going to stop us if we don't have resistance from the past. So that's a perfect, perfect, perfect momentum pusher. You can see here, the only place we're looking to enter is the quiet places where it could be a green cloud touch. The clouds are an excellent place to get in on. Too far from the cloud and it's too dangerous. You can see here, touching the cloud, touching the cloud, touching the cloud. We basically hugged the cloud the whole day and this thing ran off of it every single touch until down here we come to the blue cloud. And I tell my traders this all the time, the blue cloud is a good place to enter for pullbacks. It's a very strong and supportive place for the trend. All you're looking for is that blue and green cloud for when you get over it and push again. So you want to make sure you're not buying into the red cloud, but you're waiting for that blue-green formation. Blue and green is the key for continuation. And for the downside, we have yellow and red. I don't have a picture of that, but um, you can add it, mess around with it, and check it out. Lastly, this is consolidation. So we're just looking to get in on a quiet, tight moment before the next move. And all I'm looking for is a couple key candles. And this is in our new course about key candlesticks that we're going to release in February. Uh, more information on that on our website. But you can see two key candles right here, hammer and engulfing. When I see something trade sideways, I'm looking for an entry point. And then once I see those key candles, I'm just looking for the next push. So once I see the hammer, what I could have done is scaled into the position there. But once I saw the engulfing candle, boom, that is my first big entry point. That's where I get a lot of position and I try to let that thing run, try to hit my profit zones. And that's exactly what happened on that candle. That was the perfect entry point for a multiple hour run on the SPY that day. And then lastly, we have other tight moments, triangles and wedges. So triangles allow us to get in when things get tight, 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 and then boom, you get the big boom outside the apex. So the apex move is my favorite point for a triangle breakout. You can see here trending on the green cloud, came back down, made their first low, higher low, higher low, equal high, equal high, equal high, and then the push over the green cloud, engulfing candle right there, three bar play, boom, that thing did not look back, another run there, sideways move, and then another pop. So if, if I'm late to a trend, I'll look for a triangle because I know these higher lows are very bullish. And then once I get that confirmation move over, that's when I take the big position. That's when I like to start scaling out later. And then we have the wedge. This is from that blue cloud touch on the example earlier. The wedge will allow us to get the apex move on a pullback. So this is our cheapest entry point possible. You can see the wedge here. Gave us a red cloud, which is bearish, and then boom, the apex move 
gave us two candles over, and then we got the green cloud, which ended up being a great entry for a long run. So in a truly bullish run or bearish run, um, wedges are great if you can find the breakout and make sure you're always obeying the stop loss, which we'll talk about here. Please, guys, everything I teach you, this is so important, mindset and stop loss. Make sure you give yourself a chance to succeed, which means when you get into a trade, ask yourself, how much can you make? If it can move 50%, you have to make sure you aren't taking 50% stop losses because if we go 50 and 50, that puts us in the orange and red zone. We have to be in the yellow or green zone to have a profitable long-term career in this. You can see if we're taking 50% losers, which what I that's what I do personally, I have to take 100% winners, 75% on average for my all my positions. I scale out 30, 50, 100%, and then 200% winners are optimal. So that's perfect. If we can hit that, that's golden. I will take losses at 30 and 40% if I'm not feeling it because this is why. My risk reward is now in the green for those 100 percenters i'm at three three to one two two and a half to one two and a half to one and then 1.8 to one so those are amazing risk rewards just because i lowered it about 10 to 20 percent but this goes to show you if you're taking losses at 60 percent you need 200 percent winners and you have to honestly ask yourself when's the last time you had a 200 percent winner and if you can't name that time You shouldn't be taking 60% losers. Please, please, please do not do that. And lastly, lastly, a couple things going to blow your mind. These skills we'll talk about in future videos. These were the things that took my trading to the next level, without a doubt, is integrating diversification in my portfolio. I took 40K to 200K earlier this year, option selling. Option selling is passive income. You make money through trading. You got to put it to work slowly, safely, passively. This is one way I do it. I've done some amazing things, option selling, and using breadalerts.com has really helped me do that too. Next up, leap investing. I don't have any proof on this because I just started out leap investing this year, but if you want to follow that journey, we're having a leap investing list of videos that are coming out every single week, and we're updating you on that account. So leaps, I think they have huge potential but I haven't proved it to myself yet. So I'm very curious to see where that goes. And then lastly, stocks, stonks. This is probably the most obvious way to utilize the market and the most passive way as well. Less risk than options. No time decay, buying safe things. Just close your eyes for 10 years. You wake up, you probably have more money. So stock investing, I personally buy stocks I love. I've been able to turn 30K to 300 in my 401k with contributions in one year. You know, 10xing that account with contributions is mind-blowing. Mainly from stock. I didn't touch an option. I didn't sell an option. I just stock invested. It's insane. 10xing is just mind-blowing. So those three things have been game-changing and your journey does not stop at your first option. You have to diversify. You have to broaden your skills and that leaves you to hopefully succeed in the highest sense long-term. And that's the whole tutorial. You're not going to find another one, a better one on YouTube. I guarantee it. 
Like the video, subscribe to it. Love to have you guys here long term. And again, if you want to trade with me seven days for free, hit that link below. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.